With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hey everybody, this is John Driscoll from Young and the Restless, the new Philip Chancellor the Fourth. You are listening to Buzzworthy Radio right now with Novell. Stay tuned for what's coming up, what's happening, what's going on, and what will be coming up, what drama to be expected on your favorite soaps. Listen in. Hey everybody, welcome to a new edition of Buzzworthy Radio. I'm your host, Novell J. Lee, coming to you live right now on this Wednesday. July 22nd, 2009. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Coast Time on blogtalkradio.com. For those of you who want to join in on the conversation tonight, the number to dial in is 646-595-4228. We also have the chat room up and running, or you can shoot us an email with uh, your questions at navli at blogtalkradio.net. We're going to be joined tonight by Heather Tom, who plays the role of Katie Logan on The Bull and Beautiful. She also was on One Life to Live as Kelly Kramer for several years, but myself included, many fans remember her best for playing the role of Victoria Newman on The Young and the Restless. I grew up with her playing that role, and she will always be Victoria Newman to me. So I can't wait to talk to her about that, her time on the show. But before we bring her on, let's bring on the co-host, Matthew Preston. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing very well. So uh, are you excited for tonight? Uh, from your tone from last night when we wrapped up the show, it sounded like you were a little bit peaked. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes I actually, I will find out, you know, for the first time who we're going to have on. So, yeah, you, you'll hear my reaction from there. But if we ever, if you guys know, and people who do listen, as well as Novell knows, if we ever have a CBS person on, especially from either The Young and the Restless or The Born and Beautiful or Bell Soap, well, there's only two, I get so excited and giddy, and yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm excited. I, I like you. I grew up watching her on YNR, and uh, I'm a huge fan of hers. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And also, I wanted to give you some tidbits because again, not just you that were coming out of the woodwork last night telling me everything. I had more people also mention I was a promoting show creating machine last night because all these shows popped out of nowhere, um, <laughs> like tonight's for instance. Um, also tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Time with uh, Chris Harrison, the host of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette on ABC, Hollywood 411 on the TV Guide channel, and Designers Challenge on HGTV, will be joining us. We finally had that show rescheduled. Uh, he was supposed to be with us last week, and we got him scheduled to come with join the show tomorrow morning, as well as another show tomorrow. We have two shows tomorrow. The second one is at 3 p.m. Eastern, with Evan Alex Cole, plays the role of Hunter and As the World Turns. We're going to be joined by him tomorrow. And Friday, 
Scott Clifton will be joining the show. We have rescheduled that one as well for 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as well. So three more shows in just two days. How about that? Pretty cool. We're busy. Buzzworthy is busy. Yeah, we're a little, yeah well, I kind of am happy that we're busy, you know. I, I really am. So bring it. <laughs> I'm, taking, I'm taking after Damon Jacobs on that front. Bring it. But uh, yeah, so you, so like yourself, you and I, we were watching Victoria being played by Heather Time on the show. What was your favorite moment of Victoria? Like, what, what do you remember best about her? Oh wow, um, I can. I think her interaction probably with Nikki would be the one of the best. I remember her coming on first. I, I think I was like five or six when she first came on. I do, I just remember seeing her and was like. Wow, Victoria kind of grew up because you know when you're very younger, you don't really understand sourcing and who they are. But I think probably be her first moment on the show, I, I can remember that. And yeah, I mean, but I'm definitely loving her on the Bold and Beautiful. I know you want to talk about Weinar, but I love her on the Bold and Beautiful. I think she's a perfect fit. Uh, yes, I do. Still, side of me wants her back on Weinar as Victoria. I really, really do. I. It's weird, though, because now with Don Diamond over there yes. on the Bowen Beautiful as Bill Spencer and Heather acting opposite of Don again, it, it just seems like there's that Y&R chemistry that was just brought over to the sister show. So I kind of am anxious to see that, too. So, you know, yeah. I, I have to pick and choose my battles on that one. But, yeah, I, I have to but, go with that one. I, I do. I I. I uh, that's tough, but I, I I really would like her back on line R, but I'm enjoying her on Bull and Beautiful, so I can't <laughs> no, I think I can shoot them out. That's something that I want to ask her is that you actually did bring up a really good point. There are so many people on the Bull and the Beautiful now from line R, Don Diamond being one, Jennifer Garris, um, Ashley Jones, you know, hopefully the name's right, and plus they just brought back Whip, who used to, he used to be on line R, right? No. Yes. Okay. No. Rick Hurst was on the Young and Restless, but not as Whip. Yes. Matt Clark was... Uh, exactly. Uh, uh, yes. So, you know? So there are so many people who have been on Y&R, because, you know, like they are sister soaps, and they do crossovers all the time. It would be weird to have Katie go to Genoa City and it's like, wait a minute, don't you look familiar? And it's like, I don't know what you're talking You know, it would, it would just be weird. So they really have to watch who they... Especially Lauren. If Lauren... We we have seen Lauren go back to Los Angeles briefly. When she goes back, is she going to run into Don Diamant and be like, oh, my God, Brad's alive, what? You know, I mean, it's, yeah. Um, it's been done already, sir. Um, they did it when Ashley was on Bull and Beautiful, and at the time was That's Ariana true, yeah. so. True, but, I mean, like, she was on his, you know, I don't know. But did you really see Katie interact with Ashley at all? They yeah, can't hit that well. I have. I have. Really? I have. Really? Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? It's just, it's so awkward to do. And so, but I, I want to know how, she, how she's going to, we can ask her that. Like, let's see how she feels about that. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> that, no, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> everybody wants to know if, uh, everybody's asking me to get Sean Kane back. And you know what? I love Sean Cannon. I do. Sean Cannon was the best. He was great having him on the show last year. I'll just never forget the moment that uh, 
<laughs> he called me a big fat black woman. <laughs> I will never, I will never forget that moment. That that probably was the epitome of the show was when he called me a big fat black woman, because that's what he expected when he heard my first name. That that's the backstory. You have to listen to that. If just go search the archives, everybody, and listen for our Sharon Canaan show from last year. I believe it was in April, and when Sean Hayden was coming onto the show and he heard my name, he immediately thought that I was a big fat black woman. So <laughs> I'm just Too saying. Funny. I'm no. just saying uh, that was a very that was a very interesting five minutes of conversation just by that alone. I mean, now he knows I look like I'm the opposite of that. I'm a skinny black man, so you know. <laughs> so it, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. So I'm telling you right now, I'm working on it. So just uh, just uh, stay tuned. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, just stay tuned. actually, from from Facebook, I learned. I think some. I don't know if it's true or not, but somebody said I saw on the the post that Sean and Heather used to take classes together. Um, as far as I know of, yes. Um, actually, cool. Angie Angie Theo, who's in the chat room right now, was the one who actually um, put that on our on the wall, and did say that Diana took acting classes together. And, and it, it brings the point. What if what if she was still playing Victoria right now? Her inter interacting with Deacon uh, Sharp and um, Sean Kane. I wonder what that would have been like. That would have been some interesting chemistry between those two. I think. Guess we'll never know. Man, unless, props, unless props out to Angie. Props out to Angie for saying that, by the way. That's awesome. Mm. They're always she, teach, our, our listeners are always teaching us stuff. Uh, I'm always I'm always learning from them. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. We have a caller from area code three one two. I'm bringing you on the line right now. How are you? Hey, Nabel. Tony. What's hey, up? Tony. What's up, man? From Chicago. That's right, bro. What's up, Tony? <laughs> Huh? Well, what's been happening? What's been happening? It's been a while since you've been here. What's going on? Ah, uh, man, you know, life been keeping me busy, you know. <laughs> life been keeping me busy. That's right. That's right. So uh, you're a big Heather Tom fan, right? Yes, I am. Yes, I've been a fan of hers um, since uh, basically from Young and the Restless days to her One Life to Live days. Yeah, definitely. You watching her on the Bowling Beautiful now? Uh yeah, I watch her. Yeah, I watch her occasionally. I watch I watch her a couple of times. Yes, I've seen her, and uh, most recently uh, with the scenes he did with the yeah, DMI with Bill Spencer, and of course the uh, still going on with the triangle going on between her and Lauren and Nick. Who who not missed that? <laughs> True. That's, pre- that's pretty cool. So, in, in your in your improv opinion, like I like I asked Matt at the beginning of the show, do you want? Would you like to see Heather Tom back on Young and the Restless as Victoria? Do a little swap out. Bring Amelia Hindley over to B&B, play that role of Katie, and just magically just shift Heather Tom right back on over to Y&R and play Victoria again. Would you Would you like that? Or you well, like things of, the way they are right now? Well, I know a lot of people would love to see Heather Tom back over there as, as Heather. No, I mean, as a Victoria, no doubt about that. Me included. Uh, but uh, that pretty much, I think Heather herself might say mm, she's pretty much happy where she is right now, and that's playing Katie. You think so? Yeah, yeah, I think she would be. But you know, most fans, like I said, most fans would love to see her. I would love, I would love to see her back over at Y&R. You know, and uh, it's like 
it's like you come full circle. She'll become like come full circle. She started on Y and R, come back full mm-hmm. circle. Mm. Yeah. Well, you never know. I mean, if she if she's happy at being B, I'm happy for her. But again, I know a lot of people, especially right now with what's going on with the show, they want to see her back in that show. Yeah. If not her, well, then Gina and Tony need to take over the part. That that's the rumor on the street. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, Gina, yeah, Gina uh, could be, uh, that could be a good pickup, you know. If they can't get Heather back, why not Gina? Yeah. <laughs> why not? Gina. I could see Gina as a, as Victoria. She, she plays, she plays a scrapper. I mean, I don't, I don't think Amelia Heinley would have the chops to smack Victor Newman across the face like Heather <laughs> Tom did. Well, you know what? I'm going to totally defend Amelia here because, I mean, I will say I like Amelia on any ABC soap. I think she was great on Children and also Loving's, Loving's Last the City. I thought she was great on that. You know, but I, I think that she needs to give her props. She has really good, obviously she has great chemistry with Dad, Luck, and Bill because they're married. And I think that you couldn't, you, if you put Heather with, if you put Heather back there, it would be, kind of awkward to see Heather with, you know, with, with JT. Because you know, because you know the backstory in real life. I'm just, I'm, you know, you know me, Navelle. I'm playing devil's advocate here, and I'm totally rooting for whoever you're against. <laughs> Not because, you know, that, that's how I am. But I'm, I'm in the millionth corner here. I love, I love Katie, and I love what Heather, Heather has done with Katie. I think that Katie should stay in L.A., and Amelia should stay in General City. I'm sorry. I'm 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 sorry, but I'm gonna have to go against you on this one because I know. Honestly, I'm not buying Amelia as Victoria. She is not so. There there are some instances where she can play it, but majority of the time she can't. She can't do it. She can't stand up on her own two feet against these other people. Um, so I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just not buying Amelia as Victoria. I, I can't. And um, she's just not. She's not doing it for me. And plus. I think if they did bring back Heather into the show as Victoria, that Victoria and JT fling marriage, whatever you may call it, probably will not last. So, well, do you think it's the writing then? Maybe like, do you think the, the writers have given her an opportunity to do that? The writing has given her an opportunity to show herself as Victoria, and every time they do, she fails. Wow. She fails. I'm sorry, she does fail. Perfect instance, an example. Um, once Nikki told Victoria that Adam was gay, um, how did she react to that? Um, basically how I just said, um, <laughs> I mean, seriously, there was like no reaction whatsoever. So, no, for her to even not show any ounce of trying to emote in that, just, in just that one scene, that probably was maybe about five seconds before it cut to black and went into the opening theme song. Nothing. I got nothing from her. Nothing. So I take it we won't be having Amelia on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I have nothing against Amelia the person. I just don't like the way she's playing Victoria. I just don't think she is Victoria. That's a huge miscast on my part, in my opinion. That's it. She was great on the city, wasn't she? Remember the loving slash city? The loving murders. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely remember that, Matthew. Um, yeah, she played uh, the role Steppy Brewster in, in those two in those two shows. Um, 
and it was like when she played on Love Me and then we went on the city when the show moved to New York. Um, yeah, she did pretty. She did pretty, pretty well. She, of course, she's in part of that, you know, that young cast that was back then in the day, back in the day with her and Laura Wright and uh, Kat King, back in the day. So yeah, yeah that was a good ensemble. I yeah. have to agree that I liked her on Loving, and the city, especially during the last several months of Loving, towards the end when it was revealed that Gwyneth was the Corinth killer, and her scenes with Christine Tudor oh, on, the final, on the next to the final episode was just absolutely amazing. Um, it, there are they they did post the scenes on YouTube, so I did rewatch them again, and still they blow me away. Why Christine Tudor does not have an Emmy on her nightstand surprises me. Maybe it's because Loving was such a small show, you know, where the range, uh, well, I don't think it has anything to do with the range, but I think that Loving was such a small show, sort of, sort of how you, I don't know, I'm going to shoot myself in the foot here by saying this. Loving was not a small show. Loving was pretty much the the ugly duckling of ABC Daytime. I mean, refer back go. to the time yeah, on, was. on the show, uh, when she was on here for our first show, when she came on, she pretty much dissed about Loving. She dished and dissed it. So, you know, I mean, because really, uh, <laughs> she had nothing really good to say about a lot of the stuff with uh, with Loving at all in her time on Loving. Um, so they until, should, the yeah. started, until the city started. Once the city started, that's when she pretty much loved the experience on the city. She hated the fact that everyone gave Morgan Fairchild a hard shake, which is just, which oh. is a shame. Well, I understand Morgan Fairchild is a very sweet woman. And she's such a great actress. I mean, come on. Yes, she's campy, but that's how she is. You know, like, whenever you're, you're going to bring on Morgan Fairchild, you know she's going to be, like, a sex bomb, camp, campy vixen or whatever. And Straight up still gonna, Exactly. You know, it's just that's that's the way she is. And she was perf- she's perfect for daytime. And something different. She's been like that for years, Matthew, especially in China. Exactly. Flamingo Road, you know, um, Search for Tomorrow. But didn't I hear a rumor that she's supposedly coming to back Morgan, to daytime? Uh, the Bold and Beautiful? What's up? Yeah. Morgan Fairchild was on Search for Tomorrow. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was back in the off. day. Yeah, yeah, back in the yeah. day. Yeah, back in the day. Okay. Uh, yeah, she was killed off. She was thrown through a window, if I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I hear a rumor that Morgan Fairchild is actually returning to daytime in The Bold and Beautiful? I uh, yes, I I think don't it know is. if those scenes aired yet. I thought they did. Uh, did they? I don't know if they did or not. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think so. I don't know. No, I don't think. I don't think so yet. I think she may be maybe in August. I think. Who is she coming August. on as? Hmm. Like a fashion Who is she coming? expert, isn't she? She's supposed to be like a fashion type mogul. Yeah, I think so. What new? <laughs> okay. Well, it is the bold and beautiful. I think that you're supposed she played to be fashion yeah, people. She, yeah, she played that way in uh, and she played that way in fashion. Uh, that uh, defunct uh, that fashion defunct, house. Uh, yeah, that defunct uh, uh, my network telenovela. Fashion. Yes. Yeah. Which was fun. You know, it was fun to see her go up against. Uh, you know, Bo, 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 Derek, that's what I'm talking about. I almost said Bo, Bo, Derek, it's funny to see those two go at each other. Because she's camp, she's camp, and we love it, and that's why we love her. 
interesting. That's why most people. That's why most people love Morgan Fairchild because True. she she can play the more campy roles. Like I said, more playing campy roles and then play the vixen when she wants to be the sexy vixen, the, the powerful mogul. I mean, come on. I mean, who would not love her? Seriously. I would love for Morgan Fairchild to be. I would love to talk to Morgan Fairchild on this show. I, I love. Get her on. She's like one of my. She's one of my favorites. I have to admit, she's one of my favorites. So, I've never said that to anybody before. So. <laughs> All of you listening right now, that's the first. So, well, hey, Navelle, you know, honestly, the, the things that you do for the show, I'm pretty sure you can make it happen. Yes, Navelle. Yeah, no, you no, are no. putting a lot on my plate, aren't you? Excuse me. If, if, if somebody who can get Eric Braden on the show, come on now. What else? What, what can't really you do? That was not my doing, though. I have to admit. Take more, more of the publicist's hand in that than mine, but still, I have to give credit where credit is due. So. Okay. Absolutely. Just saying. So it could happen. Okay. Never say never in this business. That's all I will say. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, never say never in this business. <laughs> it's true. So we are still, we're actually, you know, we will be joined hopefully by our guest, Heather Thomas. You guys are still joining us. And if you still want to call in, maybe put, join in this lovely soap opera chat slash camp field chat that we Being have going our, on. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be joined by her in about 10 yeah. minutes. So or I, if, you, if, you love, if you love Morgan Fairchild and you want to, you, wanna, you know, talk about getting Morgan Fairchild on the show, if you know her, <laughs> if you are Morgan Fairchild, call into the show. No, I'm just kidding. But the number here to call in is 646 Four two two eight, and then press one if you want to talk to us. All right. If you want to be lying on air, or not, you want to hear, or you want to hear, otherwise, listen to the show. Press one. <laughs> Tony, it's like you're, it's like you're a third co-host. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Because you've been, you've been, you've been with us for so long that you've, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. So long. You're about to sound like. What are you talking? You're sounding like an Emmy speech. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, yes, you do. You sound like an Emmy. You sound like an Emmy speech. That's that's what it is. Are you like giving him like uh, me? Are Are you talking to me? Me? Yes, you. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I don't. No, no, you're not talking. No, 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 we're not. No Emmys. No Emmys. I don't know. What you, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, if I'm mistaken, Nabella Matthew, uh, a little tidbit on Henry Tom. Um, you know that uh, you know that um, she's been nominated 12 times for different Emmys. She's been nominated for 12 Emmys under the age of 35, which is a record. Wow. Yeah. Which is a record for daytime Emmys. I mean, she's been nominated nine times in one category. Nine times in one category. Twelve overall. I mean, I mean, just like. It's like she's like in the record books. I mean, third best in the early. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, that she and her brother David, if I'm not mistaken, is the first brother and sibling, brother and sister sibling to be on the same show for two different networks. They were on Young and yes. the together, and then on One Night to Live. Yes. That I don't know. What about correct. Donnie and Marie Osmond? I don't know. <laughs> No, I'm not, not, not talking about. Oh, yeah, just, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about television in general. I'm talking about daytime television. Daytime, of course, of course. Daytime television. Sorry, daytime television. But yeah, See, that, that's interesting. 
Yeah, well, that's that, true. That's, that is true, though. That that is true, though. And especially that whole family is in the business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, because like you know, Heather's doing her thing, David's doing his thing, and of course, Lauren Tom did her thing. She was on the nanny, as Maggie. So yeah, which is Lauren, which is very Lauren Tom. I think I think I think you mean Nicole Tom. Yeah, Nicole Tom. Lauren oh. Tom is the Asian actress who does lots of voiceovers and some King of the Hill. Yes, he plays um, men. Yes, he voiced men on yes. King of the Hill. That's right. Yes. yes. And uh, but, I, thought, I thought the nanny and the young wrestlers was very astute for each other. I mean, it was kind of uh, funny with all the Y&R stuff that was going on on the nanny. You had the one episode where they went to the Y&R set. Uh-huh. You had, even before that, you had Eric Braden make a guest appearance. That's very young. And Melanie Thomas Scott, I think Melanie Thomas Scott also was in that show as well. If I'm not mistaken. There's actually a YouTube clip you can watch when they visit the YNR set, and I think it's either dubbed in French or Spanish. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's going <laughs> that way because you don't understand what they're saying. Yeah, it's true. Well, I do understand whenever the uh, the the actress, the voiceover dubbing actress, is playing who plays Fran Drescher says, Catherine Chancellor. I know she's talking about. Uh, she said, "Look, there's Catherine Chancellor." I think that's what she. I think that's what she was saying. Yeah, that the yeah, Gene Cooper play at the time. Yeah, I think Gene Cooper was on the show at the time. Still is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Here's here's my question. That was a nice segue since you brought up Gene Cooper. Um, what do you think of the storyline that's going on right now, as far as Kane not being the real Philip Chancellor? Um, Philip Chancellor actually still being alive, you know that whole that whole good bit. Because well, um, I'm hearing a lot of skepticism on this front. Like a lot hmm. of people are enjoying it, but a lot of people are now starting to be uh, not feeling it. You know, it seems like well, it's now starting to take a nosedive. Hmm. I'll take my opinions on that after you answer. <laughs> well. Um. Uh, well, well, uh, not much. To, well, I pretty much had much to say on that because <laughs> I already. I, I, I agree. Well, I mean, it's, I really, it's, I'm waiting for it to pick up. It's getting kind of, you know, it's like okay, they're they're together, blah blah blah, blah blah blah, 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 blah and I'm like, what? Okay, what's next? And come yeah. on, give me something I don't see, I haven't seen already. Come on. I agree. I totally agree with you because now. They sort of kind of, the past two weeks, it's sort of kind of been dropped in a way. Like, not dropped, but you know what I mean? It's sort of taken a back road to all this um, all this drama oh. with with uh, Mary Jane Benson and, and Patty Williams and all that stuff. That's just my opinion, though. But, you know, actually, Navelle, since we're speaking of, you know, favorite Heather Tom moments on Y&R, I was actually a huge fan of Victoria in in um in Christoph Saint or Heather oh. Tom in in Christoph Saint John, you know? You mean you I mean Neil? You mean Neil? You know? Yeah. It surprised me that a lot of people like that coupling. I like them together. They didn't want to, they didn't want to go through with it because of the fact that it was an interracial relationship. And if I remember correctly, um, there was a scene between Neil and Victor where Neil sort of confronts him and is like, "Do you not want me seeing like seeing your daughter?" Because you know, because I'm African American, he was like, and he was sort of like dumped on like I, I, I didn't, you know, like yeah, I remember exactly. seeing that. I remember seeing that and just seeing like that is so awesome because that is so much conflict right there, 
And right. it does show, it shows um, Victor's character of, Victor's character in, in general, of how he feels about his family and how he feels about people in general, which I I can't wait to see how he finds out about um, his son being gay, with Adam being gay. I mean, how's he, gonna, how's he going to react to it? Because that's what it seems like everybody, you know, is is sort of like, oh, how is Victor going to find out? How is how's he going to feel about this? He's going to find out, hopefully. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it, it's it's going to be very difficult, in to say the least, when when uh, you have to tell the son that your only son is gay. I mean, come on. I mean, it's it's asking for trouble. I mean, that's like it's going to be big time. Can of worms open up? Hello. That's the thing. First of all, I'm, <laughs> and this is me. This is my opinion. I'm going to sound like Carolyn Hensley in about a minute, but I'm not Carolyn Hensley. I swear. Please. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, it, it's it's interesting to see how that storyline will play out. But it's like you're also sitting there and going, like, but he's not gay. <laughs> he's not gay. <laughs> he's just having sex with a guy just to shut him up. That's it. Because as soon as he gets his way, he's just gonna dump Rafe anyway because he never really wanted to do it with Rafe to begin with. That's all it is. He's just having sex with him to get what he wants. And a part of me is like, that's good storytelling. But the other part of me is. is like, it's right. it's kind of uh, it's kind of raunchy. <laughs> I mean, it's, it really you is, know what, if you think about I, it. I think that it's definitely a good storyline because you expect them to be a couple. You you know you you have Luke and Noah. You have that new one, like to live couple. Like, I can't you know think of their names at the moment. But we always expect if they have chemistry or if they work together that they're going to be a couple. And I think that, yeah, make them greedy. I mean, because there are people, there are bisexuals out there. Maybe he is bisexual. Maybe he wants um, Heather. Maybe he wants Rafe at the same time. Make them greedy. You know, that's I think that's great storyline storytelling. And if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be the young and restless because they're if that's that's if you had all my children with Bianca and and all of her loves. So it's like. Why not break the rules? And if we're trying to reinvigorate and reinvent daytime, let's do it by making him something that we've never seen. We never, there's rarely been a bisexual in in the show. I could be wrong, but I think I agree with you, Navelle. It's great storyline and it's raunchy. Let's see it. Go for it, Tom C. Go for it. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> Too funny. Okay. We'll see. I, you know, another thing that uh, that's going on right now is what do you think is this big shopping thing that's going to culminate um, next month? You know, everybody is uh, is hedging their bets as to someone's going to get killed off. Someone's going to Heather. Get I think it's Heather. That's my opinion. Well, well, uh, you don't. As much as I hope for that, I don't think it's going to happen. Just my, uh, yeah. just, just, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. I would I would like it to be Heather because I I really don't like that sanctimonious witch. But uh, I might be the one who loves Heather. I love you're Heather. You're talking about playing my Belle Bloom, all right? Yes, Belle Bloom. I'm, I mean, I I'm, love her. I'm. <laughs> I really don't like. I don't like the character of Heather. I don't. She's too. She's too sanctimonious. Um, you can't have a character that is that sanctimonious. You have to have some kind of flaw. And she has none. She has to be, she's so snobby with her nose stuck up in the air 
and like, there's Gilbert. nothing wrong with her. I, I cannot stand that kind of a character on the show. That That's not just hers. That's anybody that will play that kind of a character. I will not, I don't like those kind of characters. Those characters have to have some kind of flaw because you can only be nice for so freaking long. So who do we think it's going to be? Okay, so on my bet is I think it's either... It wouldn't could be Victoria, could it? I mean, I don't know. I mean, like it's so. If you think we can just we can totally just talk about this for hours. I swear on who's going to be. But the the way I really hope though, so, it is somebody big. Just because, please don't do a, you know, oh, it's a really big character. No, it's a dog. You know, we're gonna kill off one of the dogs. You know, I mean, come on. Please don't. Please don't do it. If you're gonna say it's a big character, make it a big character. Go with your word. That's how I feel. So I'm excited. If they, if they stick to their word, then I I can't wait to see who it's going to be. I don't I don't know who it's going to be, and I cannot wait, and I want to be surprised. I don't want to read any spoilers. I can't wait. Hey. Mm-hmm. Well, I, uh, well, who do you guys think? Who do you guys think? I was about to answer that, too. I, you know, some are saying it could be Summer. Some could be saying it's Phyllis. Some could say it's Nikki. You know, Michelle Stafford did re-sign with the show, so they could have her out. And, and Millie Thomas got also resigned also with uh, why not, but she's going to be taking some time off, obviously. Mm-hmm. Both of them are going to be taking time off. Uh, some are saying it could be Colleen. True, we heard this. Honestly, I don't want Colleen gone. I just want the roller cast. That's it. <laughs> the no, I, no I think if, I, if I pick out on odds, I think, I think uh, um, Jana should be Who? out of here. Who? Jana. Whatever. Oh, Whatever. I okay. love Jenna. Emily, Jenna. whatever her name. Emily, whatever. Emily O'Brien. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever her name is. Get her out. She means she's like, stop, Emily. Come on. She is just a pain in the you know what sometimes, you know? Well, I, said, well, I, what about- I want her. She and Heather are two I want out. See ya. Bye. I would have I would have said, Jenna, if they didn't decide to do the epitome of a sub cliche and give her a brain tumor and change her <laughs> whole personality and outlook, I would have said it then. I'm not going to say it now, but if they keep up with this chipmunk story, I'm going to say the whole Scooby Doo gang needs to be out. <laughs> yeah, it could be Daniel. It could be whatever. You know, I don't know. This is what's so. Uh, do you see what these writers are doing to us? They're actually making us think and writing, and, you know, racking our brains. And that's what you should be doing for daytime. And that's what, you know, people just like. I'm gonna bring it up again. You know, for all you gay fans out there, whenever they started killing people off, and you were thinking, who is it gonna be? And people were taking bets, and people were, you know, trying to guess who's gonna be next. It made us think. It made us want to watch. It made us want to tune in. I mean, that's what we love about daytime. And that's why I'm glad they're doing it. So, YNR. So I'm glad YNR is doing it. Yeah. It's great. It's 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 really good whenever you can have um, a bunch of people, you know, talk about the buzz of a show like this. So, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I actually I actually thought of this, too. And it was, it was eerie because we just finally saw them and they've not been on our screens for so long. Whatever happened to Jeffrey and... Gloho. Um, the last time we saw them, I think it was last week, and they were trying to set up Colleen. Yes. And that's all we saw. That's you know. that was the last time we saw them in a matter of how long? 
Well, I mean, you don't have to see them all the time. There's so how many how many characters are on that show? That's there's like thirty. I don't know, twenty something. What if it's Esther? I mean, come on. I mean, like, what if it's? We don't know. I guess we'll have to find out. Kind of reaching know. there, aren't you? <laughs> it could it could be Esther. What happens if like, you know? Seriously, Esther's a big part of the show. Now she is. She's not that big now. I mean, she. I mean, she is what? now, but she's not that big enough to cause the big of an uproar for. Her. Mm. I love Esther, but come on, I gotta get serious. Uh, <laughs> well, I would be. You know what? Esther to me is like when they killed off Dahlia on the Bold and the Beautiful. That's how I felt because you know Esther is quirky, so was Darla, and she was. Yes, she was. You know they they both. They both were back characters, and then they were sidekicks, and then they were given big story plots, like Esther was given the Chloe story plot, and Darla was given the Thorn plot, and it could happen. You know? By the way, Shea Harrison, where is she? Come on, come come back to daytime, please. Go to Y&R. They, they recycle all the time. Please go to Y&R. I love her. I, I love Darla. Come on. Just saying. I was, we're jumping. I, I, was, I love. We're I jumping all over the place. <laughs> I, I was a Darla fan. I, I'll admit, I was a Darla fan. So, I'm a uh, huge Darla fan. You know, I wouldn't go to I'm a huge Spectra fan in general. So seriously, yeah. Being 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 uh, yeah being uh, Sally Spectra's uh, sidekick all those years. I mean. Why not? I mean, why, she yeah, was yeah. quirky. She had, uh, but she was kind of smart too, you know. Yeah, she does have. She did have some brains, you know. It's true. It's definitely true. I think the only the only weird thing that I found kind of weird that it, that they did with Darla was the thorn pairing, because it sort of betrayed Macy, and I'm a huge. People always say, like, they're always, either you hate Macy or you love Macy. And I love Macy. And I just felt like that was her best friend. They were really good friends. I mean, not as good as friends as Sally was with with Darla. But that was, you know. And I don't think the whole, like, oh, I forgive you. And I'm, and before before Macy died, she was like, I'm so happy you two are together. And, yeah, maybe life does work out that way where your best friend can be. But it's like I think that in Darla's character, she would sort of be like, you know, I couldn't do this to Sally. I couldn't do this for the Spectre because she she sort of knew what how how the legacy that Thorn and Macy were. That's all. I just, I just really that was the one thing I didn't like about Darla was when, was when she was she was with Thorn. Yeah, yeah, that was uh yeah definitely. You know, people would love that. People like that. You know, I saw. Went on boards, a couple of people when they were out, they made you know they 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 made a little um uh what do you call that a crush name for that? What is, uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, Thorla or Thorla was it Thorla? Thorborn, Thorn, <laughs> yeah that <laughs> Thorla, and and I really wish that they wouldn't you know just have them on for the sake of being for the sake of plot. I mean yeah, I made a lot of plot, but. Oh, it just it, it broke my heart, especially when they killed off Macy the way they did it for the second time. But you know what? Bobby Geeks is in a really good place. She's really happy with all my children, so good for her. 
But still, that's like that's like to me like if they were to recast Macy. I mean, the way, Nivelle, the way you feel about Heather Tom as Victoria is the way I feel about Bobby Eakes as Macy. There's nobody that can ever play. There's nobody that can uh, play that role uh, as good as Bobby Eakes. I'm sorry. I mean, you, you can't, and you just like putting, it's like putting someone in Macy's, like putting, so it's like putting a bad pair of shoes, like putting a bad pair of shoes, uh, a dress shoes, and, and a bad suit. I mean, please. you pretty much, Unless. pretty much have described how I feel about Lily <laughs> as a world term. I mean, you really do. I mean, I honestly, I just cannot see Trisha Alden as Lily. I can't, because that's all I see is Trisha Alden. But well, back I yeah, love I her and everything, but mm-hmm. I just she's not Lily to me. She is not Lily. Oh I'm my god! Sure. I, I know she's Martha Burns only Lily. Martha Burns like Martha Burns Lily. That's all there is to it. To me, yeah. I love no, the woman. She's she's a pretty good actor. She's a good actress. I I I respect her as an actress and everything. I respect. But yeah, I feel that most way. people, but everybody else, the world turn fans, and you guys included, definitely. Only the only person can only play that role. That's Martha Burns. I totally I, I agree with you, but I don't know. I saw I was actually watching today in the previews for tomorrow. Um, she has really Noelle Beck. You have to admit though, has really good chemistry with whoever she is on screen with, and especially I mean I saw the really she has really good chemistry with Damien in tomorrow's episode. Um, we will see that, and I just I sort of. It was sort of weird. Like I sort of accepted her in the role. I I don't know, and that's how I that that's how I feel. You guys can totally disagree with me, but yeah, I I, I accepted her in that role after seeing the chemistry she had with with, uh, with Damien. I was just like, okay, she's she's kind of Lily. She's being she's being Lily. Yeah, but I will say if Stephen okay. Ward another oh, what's up? I, <laughs> yeah, my opinion's really going to kill yours right now. I I just feel like once they put her in this role, now they can have them explore other options outside of the Lily Holden romance. As in, yeah, let's put her with Damien now since it's not Martha Byrne. Otherwise, if Martha Byrne was still there, I have a feeling that they would still have kept Lily and Holden together, which I'm sure a lot of people would have liked. Um... I don't think a lot of people liked Holden and Carly. I think, the, and I think a lot of people liked Holden and Carly because Martha Byrne was gone. And I think they still liked Holden and Carly when Noelle Beck came in. Again, this is my opinion. This is just how I'm seeing it. So again, this is how I'm looking at it. But I just think that you know, with with Noelle playing the role of Lily right now, that they can give her this ample opportunity to put her with Damien again. Um, I just felt like the original Lily and Damien was the best. I loved Lily and Damien when Martha Byrne was there. They were hot. Paolo Saganti and Martha Byrne were sizzling together. I would not say they were sizzling more than John Hensley and Martha Byrne, but they were. But Paolo and Martha were up there. They really were. Um, they really ruined that though. <laughs> After he left in '96. And he made those returns. They really ruined what could have been potential. Um, it just seemed like they did not know where to go with the character of Damien when shown that he was alive and everything like that. I think now, 
I think now, let's look at it this way. I think if Martha Byrne was still there and if we're going to go ahead and go with this, with Martha in the part and Damien, Lily and Damien, Redux 2.0, would I accept it? I think I would. I, I really do think I would accept it. Okay. That's cool. And actually, you do bring up a really good point about why this is my view on why there will never be, you know, why Holden and Carly never worked, was because of the Carjack fans. Come on. Those Carjack fans are so, they love Carly and Jack together. And I'm, I'm sure that... I haven't know. heard any Carjack fans, like, professing Jack and Carly to get back together lately as I have really? in recent years. I mean, I haven't heard anything about it. I mean, again, words escape me from most people that message words <laughs> nowadays, but, you know, I haven't really heard any... any uh, um, regards into wanting Jack and Carly back together. Even, uh, but even I know that a Michael lot Parker. of people, a lot of people wanted Jack and Carly together, especially when uh, uh, Julia Number Two was on the show. Yeah, uh, when Sarah Brown played the played the part, they were vicious with her. I mean, they they were, were. The fans were vicious to this woman. I mean, guys, come on! It's a soap opera. She's just playing a part. I mean, you're giving her death threats in in mail in the in the fan mail. I mean. Hello, what's your problem? I'm like, hello, guys. I was like, guys, I was like, hello, people. It's a soap opera, okay? It's not real life. Okay? I'm like, why, why do you want to, why do you want to send out threatening, you know, threatening these death threats for for a character? Come on, get over yourself, people. No, I, I mean, totally I, agree. I mean, I I love the fact that fans are invested in in the show yes. and they're like yeah. invested in what's going on on the television screen. But oh my freaking god. I, you know, it it just brings to mind exactly how vicious they really can be to these people. It escapes me. It really, it really does. Too bad, too bad that these. I, I shouldn't. Oh my god, I'm. So, you know, you guys are making me want to put my foot in my mouth. And I can't do it. But you know, these same fans. I wish there. I there will be. Remember, we had our guy in my tribute show. Um, I wish these not, not some death threats to CBS, but. You know, maybe there's something that we, that could have been more done. Maybe people could have been to not to CBS, but too much to when Guy United was getting dropped from their affiliates. So they they could have wrote to their affiliates like need letters or I want my Guy United back or something. You know, but like it is what uh, I'm not gonna say it is what it is. I hate that. I hate that whenever people say that. But I don't know. You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? Like that the way that they were invested with the carjack fans and, the, and how they hate Julia Larrabee, well, maybe hate that you're, that our, our favorite show thing up here, and, and a lot of people have. I mean, Tracy Smelter getting props out to her for what she did for the Save the Guiding Light campaign, and yeah, I mean, just I wish that there would have been even more of a buzz than there already was. There was a huge buzz, but let's, I wish there would have been more of a buzz. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Speaking of Guiding Light, have you guys been watching GL lately? Uh, <coughs> crickets. Uh, <laughs> pretty, really. Um, well, last time I haven't been, last couple of weeks I haven't been able to watch that last couple of weeks. <clears throat> but uh, last time I watched the show when uh, uh, Jeffrey, uh, it's about Jeffrey, uh, died. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's, Sad. I think it's really sad because you know it's going to come to an end, and I think it's kind of hard to watch because it's like I don't know how 
there's how I want it to end, but it's just things like, it's so hard to watch a show that you know is going to end. Like, why should I get invested in this whenever it's just going to end? Like, I would definitely watch the last week of Betty White. No matter what, I will always watch it. And I'm always, you know, there the Otalia fans and, and all that. Like, how are they going to end that? I'm interested in seeing that. It, especially with Dinah, what's is Dinah going to go crazy at the end? I mean, there's so much that you could, so much history that you really could end with. And of course, is the show going to end with Reva and Josh? That's how I, like I said, I always said, if they were going to cancel the show, the one scene I, I, I have in mind that could have worked, which they did a couple of years ago, was whenever they ripped up the divorce papers, you know, and threw them, they were at the light, the light, you know, the lighthouse, and they threw the divorce papers, and just, you know, and, and they were just like, we love each other, and I think that that's how it's going to end. Maybe with a, with a Josh and Reaver wedding. I don't know. But it's sad to see it go. It's so sad. I'm, I'm, yeah. I might cry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're going to wrap up I think they're going to wrap up production late next month. Oh, their man. Last, their last tape date is the 14th of August. Yeah, middle wow. of next month. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, you know what? I might shed a tear. I, I swear. It's true. What about you, Neville? Are you going to cry? <laughs> Highly will you, doubtful. Will you cry? Highly what? doubtful. Highly doubtful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of. I'm being honest. It's highly doubtful you will see me cry. I'm upset that it's ending, but if you're going to see me cry, it's going to be highly unlikely. Too funny. But hey, if you guys still want to get in on all this fun, we are definitely just you know dishing about the soaps, dishing about daytime, CBS and ABC, and of course, don't forget NBC. We still have days. You can actually do it by calling in six four six five nine five. 4228. I'm sure there's people in the chat room. And Heather Tom, she'll be coming on. When when she's supposed to be on. Whenever she, <laughs> yeah, well, she whenever she whenever she gets free. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I want to quickly go back to uh, the Ask the World Turns casting note. Do you know? Did you know that um, they added some external hospital stuff and exports Charles stars lately? What was like that? I mean. I like swear, John Mayer, I think, that. Yes, go ahead. I, I think that I'm pretty I'm pretty certain that within the next few weeks, if not into the middle of next month, we're gonna be reading that Jackie Zeman has signed a contract as the world turns. I swear we're gonna be seeing something like that. I mean, where are all these people coming from? I mean they're all these people are coming out of the woodwork about this. <coughs> yeah. Excuse <coughs> me. Yeah, yeah, we got Marie Wilson, who was on Port Charles. She was on it. She played uh, Karen on Port Charles. She's on the show. Then John Lindstrom joined the show. And then, then Heron. now Lynn Heron's going to join the show next month. And now I read just a couple of days where Stuart Demon is going to join the cast later this year. Mm-hmm. I do have to say I am excited because I love Lynn Heron. I think Lynn Heron is an amazing actress. Um, I'm hoping for something just because I love, you know, Lucy, some Lucy scenes. Um, you know, let's see her paired up with John again. I'm just saying, pair them up, do something, because that, that's like having, just like in General Hospital, whenever um, Mary Beth Evans and and you know was on the show, and and of course who who else was on? You know what I'm talking about? And who else was on? Mm-hmm. The one person from Days of Our Lives who fans fell in love with, the Kayla. Fan. Even- 
Yeah, it was Stephen Nichols. Um, <laughs> he played Starbles at the time, and she was playing Catherine at the time. And yeah, yeah. they and uh, yeah, they did get paired up once uh, at a certain time during that during that during that run on GH. Um, but they quickly broke them up for some for some reason. They they probably didn't click with the audience or something. I don't know what it was, but I did. I, I heard that they didn't. That a lot of people didn't think that those characters matched well like it did with Stephen Kayla. I mean, it was kind of like the. I think it was like the same reaction when they paired up uh, Alexis and Cameron when Lane Davies was on General Hospital. They tried yep. to do the Mason and Julia kind of redux on GH. And didn't work. It didn't work. Didn't work. Didn't, didn't work. Did not work at all. Forget it. I mean, it's like trying. You know, you're trying to you're trying to pair up people that you watched on the same soap, and then the next thing you go into a different soap, and then you come on the same soap. They try to then try to pair them off, and you try to recreate the same match you did on the first soap. Only to find out the soap, only to find out that the chemistry doesn't work on that particular soap. You know what I mean? It does happen. It really does. Well, that's now that you said that, that brings up another point. That's like Sunny and Carly version 1.0 now being made over again, but this time as Sunny and Claudia, aka Carly <laughs> number one, redux romance. What what's that about? I mean, come on. You want this? You want Sunny to basically have a a thing with Claudia because what she's the first actress to portray Carly and that Carly and Sunny had a thing and they a lot of people enjoyed that romance. Mm. They're going to enjoy it the second go around. Um, I honestly I thought I was. I really thought I was going to get into Sunny and Claudia because it was like Sunny and Carly version 1.0 all over again. I it was Sunny and Carly. It was Sunny and Carly revisited. Sunny and Carly point one one point oh like you mentioned. Sunny and Carly four point oh. I got that too, and I got into it, and then I was like, um, "Yeah, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it." But then again, there's a lot about General Hospital right now. I'm not feeling. But yeah. yet, I can't say anything <laughs> else about uh, what's going on in General Hospital because everybody's feeling each other. Everybody's going to it's like General Hospital. They're just switching to uh, to Oakdale and going to Asheville. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, who needs to watch General Hospital? They're just going to be on Asheville terms. I did want to also mention some days were live news. It was broken today, and so on. So Opera Digest, Lindsay Hartley apparently is coming back to daytime television on Today's Were Lives. Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, again, again. You know what? Come on. You know why she's doing it. You know why she's there. Why is she there? Um, well, obviously she wants a job, but that's really cool because she's an actress, and, and I respect that. But also because her passion's co-star. Sorry, right, Eric Marstop. Yeah, Eric Marstop, who, who played Thank Ethan you. on Passions, is playing Brady on Days of Our Lives. Yes, so it's like, hey. Uh, well, so here we go with the Ethan and Teresa redo. Come on. And plus, wait, wait, I, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm going to tell it. We're probably going to see it. But she her is a, she's a recast. She's a recast on the show. Um, Felicia Terrell has been let go, and Lizzie Hartley has taken over the part of Ariana. So, uh, hey, why she not? to work tomorrow. So, her <laughs> first date date is tomorrow. So, 
So that means but, we will see seeing her sometime in September or early, the, early late, like, August or, like August or September. And isn't the actor who played Lindsay's on-screen brother in Passions, isn't he on Days still? Uh, Galen Gehring is still on yes. Days of Our Lives, yes. Yep, Galen yes. There you go. It's like a Passions reunion. Unfortunately, it's going to be hard to get Eva Tamagro because she's on the uh, the telenovela El Sabre, um, Masabre El Diablo. She's on that one, so it might be a little hard to get that whole Passions reunion going on there. I don't know. Mm. Might be hard. Let's just try to get the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, if you if you really want if you want to hear if you want to read a good interview with Galen Gehring, read this as report. Um, Nelson Brego did an interview with Galen Gehring a couple of weeks ago. He has a lot of things to say about passions and James Riley. Really, very uh, interesting, very truthful. Well, I have to admit, you, to, and I uh, agreed with everything he had to say about. Passions and James Riley as well as uh, can you by well, chance mention? That? Can you mention some some of the things he said? Because I'm very intrigued. No, you have to go read it. Okay, I see how it is. You're you're, you're like a Days of Our Lives writer. We have to go and you know be you know stay tuned tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you, Miguel. I'm doing my job. I'm going to basically refer you to read it. That's how it works. <laughs> What? This is, we're not going to do a soap opera digest, like, spoiler alert here, and just, you know, dump no. it off or like a website? No? Okay. Nope. I see how it is. Nope. <laughs> Y'all know how to get in touch. You know, you know where to find Nelson Branco on uh, Facebook, and you can even type out the sub report in your Yahoo and Google. Find it that way. We but are. Not, we need to get him on the show. Let's. We should, we should try to get him on the show. Mm. Mm. Can you imagine Nelson Branco on the show? Oh my yeah, God! I know, so I know him in person, but God, <laughs> that would be uh, that would be interesting. I will put it that I, way. I think that that would be fun. That's my that's my view. Mm-hmm. It would be like a soap opera. The view, seriously. I bring up the show a lot because I like to think that. Now, we'll get you alive is my answer to that. Well, you know what? I'm, no, no, no. Yeah, I, I have a I have a valid opinion. I love my soaps. I've been watching my soaps as long as you have, Navelle. No, no. I bring up valid points. Sometimes. I'm I'm warning you. He he will skin you alive. That's how he is. What? I know I'm him. Sure. I know you know him well. I know how he operates. He will skin you alive. Well, if, you know what? I, I, you guys might be listening to this. Let's have this conversation. Let's get him on the show. We are Facebook friends, so I'm actually going to extend it. Let's just bring the button. Let's bring Nelson. Nelson, if you're listening, I want you to come on the show. Let's come on the show because you know I'd love to take your brain about the world of daytime. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Why? I can't tell you on air, but yes, I know it won't. <laughs> All right. Oh well, you know what? I guess it won't. You know. There you go. Okay. You're so funny, Neil. Too funny. Cracking me up. So, yeah, so if you guys are still listening, did you guys hear, like, I don't know if you heard last night, just just wanted to recap. We actually had an interview last night with um, an up-and-coming rapper, Freestyle. Check out that show in the archive because we had so much fun. And, Neville, did you see what I wrote on your Facebook today? I did. I did. How funny, how funny is that? Seriously. 
if you're inside yoga, if you guys weren't listening, we were discussing hip hop with um, with our guests, and I I said my two favorite hip hop songs, which they are, is you know ODB Got Your Money and Freak League by Pity Pablo. Lo and behold, I put on the radio this morning, and what do I hear? ODB. I was cracking up. I was just like, this is this is funny. This is like setting the stars or something. It was just too coincidental. I had to like Facebook and Zell right away. Mm-hmm. It was funny. Yeah, cool. Now, Navelle, if you would have heard Freak Lake or something, that would have been hilarious. I probably would have never made the connection. <laughs> <laughs> but did you, and did you, but did you, you actually, I don't know, you heard the, the single. What did you think of the single, of Freestyle oh. single? Yes. You have to repeat that because that British woman was like speaking in my ear right now, so it like basically muffled everything you said. No, I just want to know you actually you heard freestyle single, and I want to know what did you think of it? Oh, I liked it. I I was listening to it while I put it on the air, and and it was just it was a. I think you can be going places. Seriously, it was very catchy. Can't validate my opinion, but uh, yeah, yeah. So. But we better wrap things up here because uh, our hour has come to an end. And plus, yeah. I have to hit another show right now, which I will be going to in a matter of a few minutes. Um, Annie and Burl's show, check it out. Um, 26 minutes of quality entertainment or your money back <laughs> is, their, is their slogan. But uh, we will reschedule Heather Tom. I did get in touch with them while we were talking. So we are actually talking about setting her up again. Uh, something came up. So. Uh, while we were on the phone here, we were emailing back and forth. So, uh, yeah, took care of business. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we are back here in the morning, 11 a.m. Get some sleep, everybody. Because if hey, you want to be alive, you have to uh, get out of bed by 10 or 5. Or on our website at buzzwittyradio.net. Uh, we're going to be on with Chris Harrison tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific. So join us for that for our first show on Thursday. And we'll have our second show at 3 p.m. with Evan Alex Cole from As the World Turns. So from all of us here at Buzzworthy, Nobel J. Lee signing off. Thank you, Tony, for calling in. Making sure you guys get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Take care. All right. Good night, everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.